Hey guys, uh, so glad to have you back listening, and uh, I just want to welcome you back to another episode of the Stripped Away podcast. Uh, I promised in my introduction that I would introduce you guys to some amazing people, People's, people whose lives have made a difference, uh, their work and their story, and how they've impacted other people. Uh, so today I'm going to talk with my friend. Uh, her name is Joni Frazier. And Joni is a lens neurofeedback technician. Uh, f- first of all, I want to give a little context for our time together. Uh, after working with clients for a lot of years from a typical top-down approach, uh, I found out about I, I, I found out about talking that talking about trauma and pain um, doesn't completely heal the body. Sometimes the trauma and injury we have, um, we have the only way we can reach that is from more of a bottom-up approach. Uh, we have to do things that heal our central nervous system, uh, our brain, our vagus nerve. Don't get me wrong, it's good to talk about trauma and pain and understand it. But when we go through trauma and difficulty, uh, our body, com- our, our, our complete body holds on to that. Uh, it uh, absorbs it, if you will. Uh, there's a great book by Peter Levine. Uh, it is uh, called The Body Keeps Score. And what a great title that is, uh, because uh, many times when you go through trauma, you go on and you think you're okay and you're fine and, and you're doing all right, but the body is crying out because it still is holding deeply uh, the trauma that, that we have gone through. Uh, about a year ago, uh, I was introduced to neurofeedback. Uh, I had several friends who were facing some issues in their life, and they went to see, went and had uh, brain work done, went to have a little neurofeedback d- done, and it made such a significant difference in their life. Uh, and I thought, well, I am definitely interested in checking this out to see if uh, what my uh, interpretation to see if it would be, if it would be significant, significant and meaningful to me. And that led me to my friend Joni. So I have Joni here with us today. Uh, Joni, I am so glad that you're you've joined us today. Thanks for having me. I just want to talk about, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I want to talk about neurofeedback, and I have, I have to be completely honest, I have, I was a little skeptical at first, as maybe a lot of people are, because I'd never heard of neurofeedback, but after walking with Joni in my life, uh, I've seen significant changes, and not only myself, but many, many people that I know. I have, uh, I have uh, seen changes uh, both with both professionally with people that I that I work with and also personally, it has made such a difference in our life, um, in my life uh, specifically. So, Joni, if you will, will you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'd like to hear. I'd like for everybody to hear your story and how you got involved in lens therapy. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, going back. 20 years. My background is in psychology. That was my undergraduate degree, but I didn't immediately pursue anything directly related to that field. But many years later, my husband was dealing with some really bad anxiety, which led to a pretty deep depression when nothing that he tried was 
helping significantly. Um, he tried anything we came across that might be helpful, and some things did help some, but nothing helped enough and long term. And along the way, someone told us about Lens Neurofeedback and said, you need to try this. And he did. And he didn't expect it to work because nothing else he tried had really worked, but it did. And it was truly like a miracle. In 10 sessions, I had my husband back and he was himself again. Um, And about a year later, one of our children clearly could benefit from lens neurofeedback. And that is when we decided to get certified. So both my husband and I are both certified lens providers. Um, And for my son, it was actually totally different symptoms that we wanted to see resolved in him. For him, it was more anger and reactivity and explosiveness. But because the lens is just helping to regulate the brain, it can help with so many different symptoms. So we got certified in 2019 and got my little Lukey regulated and back to himself. And then later that year, was when we opened our office in Lebanon and have had the joy of getting to see so many other people improve from so many different things. Oh, I love that. I love when listening, I love listening to you and hearing you say, I got my husband back. Oh, I can identify with that. And also how your children have been so impacted by this too. What a story. Those are significant changes in your life. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, Joni, will you just talk a little bit about Lens? If the listeners are anything like me, I didn't know much about neurofeedback. I mean, I'd heard about it, but I really couldn't tell you too much about it at all. So but can you talk to us a little bit about how it works? Yes. So in response to stress and trauma our brain suppresses its brainwaves. And that's a self-protective move at the time so that we can get through that moment or that period of time. But we're really locked down in survival mode. And a lot of times the brain then stays stuck in that locked down state. And that is not functional for us long-term. And so that's where we can see any number of symptoms arise from anxiety to depression to sleep trouble to explosiveness to migraines to anything rooted in the brain and central nervous system. And so the lens is just helping the brain to reset back to its original, functional, healthy, flexible patterns the way we were designed. Um, And so... There are different types of neurofeedback systems. They all have a different mechanism for helping to regulate the brain. With the lens, it is just a super gentle electromagnetic signal. It's actually mirroring back your brain's own dominant frequency, but at a little bit of an offset pattern. So it's speaking your brain's language to your brain. It's super fast, super gentle. Most people don't feel a thing, but... From there, we start to see those symptoms lift. Sometimes when I describe it, 
Uh, is it accurate in saying that when a brain is disorganized, um, in other words, there's been suppression of feelings because, as a survival technique because of the trauma that we've lived through? Yeah. So the neurofeedback really just um, uh, measures, if you will, or picks up the, 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 the brain waves and then reflects the, the, the waves back in a slightly different pattern Mm-hmm. So as to reorganize the brain. Yeah, the brain does the work on its own. It's like it just needs a little attention grabber to help help it break free from the patterns it's stuck in. You know, I have uh, spent some time listening to Dr. Amon and... Um, what a, what a, what an amazing guy he is. He's done so many scans of the brain and he talks about how we spend so much time working on other things but not really dealing with our brain. Um and our brain is so so important. Um when I was at a counseling event, uh, I guess it was in 2021 as a convention and so much of the buzz there was it's not mental health, it's brain health. Yes. And so this makes a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. I remember years and years ago, my dad said something about the brain's job is to think, but we don't have to listen to our brain. And at the time that didn't really like click and resonate with me, but now knowing what I know, it does make sense because when our brain is dysregulated, it can think some things that are untrue and unhealthy and unhelpful. You know, it's funny. I had that same experience. Uh, I knew the next right step, what I needed to do, but I felt my brain fighting against that. I mean, I could actually feel my brain fighting against that. Joni, can you um, can you tell us a little bit, uh, for, for people who might be interested in, um, in neural feedback, what can they expect? Uh, some details, like how long does it take? What's it like, the process? I mean, can you just give us a few details about okay. that? Yeah. So for the very first Lens session, we go through a questionnaire together, and it's an online questionnaire that either you can fill out by yourself ahead of time, or we can go through it together, but it's mostly just rating a lot of things on a scale of zero to 10, and this just kind of gives us a baseline of where you're starting out, both symptom-wise, and then also it's rating a lot of sensitivity and reactivity items on a scale of 0 to 10, which is what helps us know how much feedback you're likely to need for us to catch your brain's attention. And that's our goal through the first few sessions is to tweak until we find the settings that are just right for you, where we know they're starting to be some changes that you're noticing. Um And then, you know, without feeling overstimulated, which just feels like being wired, tired, or irritable for a day or two. Um, But so, yeah, so we go through that questionnaire. Um, One great thing about the lens for a lot of people is that you don't actually have to talk about anything for it to work. And so, you know, for some people... 
the lens can be their first step in healing because they're not yet ready to talk about their past trauma. And once they go through this process, then they're able to take those next steps to meet with a counselor or a therapist or do whatever other healing work they need to do. For some people, it's the opposite and they've done the talking but it's the physiological component that still needs to change for them. Um, but so back to what the session looks like. So we go through that questionnaire and you talk as much as you want to talk about your symptoms and anything else you want to share. Um, and then you just sit in a comfy chair. I rub some gritty gel, which is just a little skin prep gel on each earlobe and put a clip with some paste on each ear. And then I have two flat little silver sensors and I do the same thing on the head. So rub that gritty gel on the head, put a little flat silver sensor with some paste on the head. You close your eyes, relax, probably won't feel a thing. Um, and then depending on a person's sensitivity or reactivity, we might do a couple more sites. Or even for the super highly sensitive folks, we may not even start on the head and we may start on the body. And because everything in our body runs up to our brain, we can still experience cognitive effects working on other parts of the body. You know, as I, as I said earlier, I have gone through the lens therapy, even my husband and some of my children. And I think that what you say, you're saying and what you've said is so meaningful that it can be a step in the right direction. Some of the things that we have walked through uh, in our life, we cannot even connect to them. Right. I often say with trauma, there literally is a disconnect between the head mm-hmm. and the heart. Mm-hmm. So it seems um, that this can have a re can help us in, with reconnecting. Um, or like you said, for others, uh, like you said about other people, you know, I, I have done a lot of work on myself. Oh, many many years of of therapy. And, and self-care and inner healing and a lot of talk therapy and a lot of processing but 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 my body was holding on to so much trauma that when my brain began began to get healed I was finally able to go more deeply into some of the places of healing that I really could not connect to at all. They were so deeply suppressed as a survival behavior. Um, you know, God does, and I say this often, God always reveals to heal. So as there was more revealed uh, and it's not always easy, but as more is revealed, I was actually able to begin working on those things, and it was so encouraging. It's more layers of freedom. Right. I remember being in a yoga class, and the instructor said, sink a half inch deeper into your mat. And I didn't even realize that was possible until I did let my body relax. You know, we, we, we hold on uh, to trauma. I remember uh, one time going to see my massage therapist, and she was like, Tammy, you need to relax. (laughs) And I'm like, I am relaxing. She said, no, your body is not relaxed. You know, my body, my mind and my heart, I, I trusted her so much, but my body was just, it was like a perpetual clench. It was holding so tightly because of some of the old wounds and pain that I'd walked out. 
Right. And speaking of holding trauma in our body, you know, a lot of times we'll feel anxiety well up in a certain part of our body, or we feel like we carry all of our stress in our shoulders or wherever it may be. And a lot of times doing the lens in the form of body lens on that part of the body where someone does feel their anxiety start or feel like they carry their tension can be a really nice compliment along with doing it on the head to help the body let go of that stored trauma. As I mentioned uh, just just now, let me talk about that a, mi- a minute. This verbiage uh, I use it often is that God is the unresolved trauma. Uh, as the body keeps score, literally, our body does go into what I call a perpetual clinch, where our body is in such a place of tightness and restriction, and we typically clinically call that hypervigilance. Uh, we don't even know. Uh, that that's even happening. We're so used to it that um, now I understand why I want to find time every morning to relax and breathe. And and mindfulness has become very important to me. I'm doing deep breathing. Um, I'm going, um, I'm, I'm aware of nature. I'm going deeper and deeper into this idea of just reclaiming my body's ability to be still. Um, it's quite amazing as your body begins to heal, not just your, uh, your, your thinking, uh, but your entire body. Let me ask you about this. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what types of people, um, as a, as a therapist, what types of people that neurofeedback would help? As a therapist, you know, I know it's helpful with mental health, with anxiety and depression and trauma. But tell us about that, maybe, or other types of, 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 of issues or things people might be dealing with that you have seen positive feedback uh, in working with them. Uh, if you just share a little bit with that of that with us. Okay. So... Along with helping people who are feeling stressed or anxious or depressed or angry, the lens can also help people who have experienced traumatic brain injuries, which can be from a hit to the head, a car crash, or even a stroke or an aneurysm. And it can help with the actual physical healing and physical symptoms along with the cognitive. So I've actually worked with two people who had strokes and were paralyzed on one side and they're not paralyzed anymore. They, yeah, they can move their arms that had very minimal movement before. So our brain controls everything and when it's regulated so much can improve. Oh my goodness! Uh, thinking about it makes me think about going to the chiropractor. Uh, years ago, this idea of alignment—I uh, felt like I had this 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 idea. I was actually talking to my chiropractor about this idea of alignment, how we're all out of alignment uh, through so many things that we've gone through, uh, and so this the idea of getting back into alignment is so profound, mind, body, and spirit. Spirit. Uh, I think it's interesting. Interesting that not only it's not only a mental health thing, but but it's also a physical thing, like you mentioned. Uh, it can help.
help people who have traumatic brain injuries, strokes, and even aneurysms. So it's so um, multidimensional in terms of who could possibly benefit from neurofeedback. Mm. I remember in one of my sessions with you, one of the first ones, you started on my shoulders and my neck because that's where I seem to carry a lot of tension. And boy, it made a difference. I, I was surprised, but it made a very, a very quick difference. So Joni, you may have said this, but let me reiterate. One of the things I like about lens is it, it is not, you're not required to do it for years. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yes. So the average number of sessions that someone needs for long-term lasting relief is 10 sessions. And we want to do them about weekly. That's frequent enough to build the long-term progress. But yeah, my goal is to get you in and out and hopefully I don't have to see you again for a long time. (laughs) I do have, I have some people who feel like a monthly tune-up or something along those lines feels, yeah, helpful to keep them balanced and regulated because their lives have constant stressors in them. But for most people, I see them for several weeks and don't see them again. I really like the idea that this is solution-focused and that it is a relatively short period of time. You know, we have a lot of things in our life that take a long time and require quite a bit of a process, and, and, and that's okay. Well, I am I am so glad uh, to have Joni here to talk about this. I've learned so much in listening to her stories and hearing about her work. Um, I, Joni, could you just tell the, the people that are listening, if they're interested, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so our main office is in Lebanon, Tennessee, and then we're down here in Murfreesboro every Wednesday, and our website is brainwaves.cc, and through the website, you can contact us. If you're in a different part of the country, though, and looking for a lens provider, um, Oaks Labs, which is O-C-H-S-L-A-B-S dot com has a provider list available and you can search by state or search by city or search by country. So there are different there are pockets throughout the country. Some areas have more providers than others, but they're scattered about. I can tell you if you spend time with Joni, you will be blessed. She is precious. Uh, I'm thrilled to see you using your story and how it changed her life. I have have witnessed its power and its changes in my life and other people's lives, and I'm so thankful that you are doing what you're doing. Thanks so much, Joni. Thank you. 